Hello everybody, this is Everett Shipman. Welcome to the Maximize Your Mind podcast, where we develop the mentality necessary to forge fitness and lifestyle to achieve anything that you want from life. And what's up everybody, welcome back to another episode of Maximize Your Mind I am your host, Everett Shipman, back like I never less left, excited to be back with you guys. I know it's been a minute, it's been a few weeks, but I'm back on it, I'm back talking to you guys again, sharing with you guys my journey, things that I experienced in the gym, things that I experienced with myself and with other clients and with other colleagues that can hopefully help you, help fortify your mind so that you can maximize your mind and therefore increase your functionality, live long and live well. All right, I'm excited. For those that don't know, I'm getting ready to celebrate my 36th birthday. And in doing so, I am, with every year, trying to rewind the hands of physical uh, physicality through my exercise and functional training. So I'm excited about that. I'm, I'm going hard, and I finally hit a routine. I have, I'm at a momentary hiatus from my physical therapy. I'm feeling a little better. I was finally able to do push-ups again yesterday. Uh, and so I'm excited about that. And so, but today I just wanted to chat with you guys on how, you know, it's one thing for me to work and get to my best place, but it would be, it would mean a whole lot more if you guys, if I could get you guys to get your best body as well. All right. So today uh, we're just going to talk about how you're going to get your best body ever with this step-by-step plan I'm going to share with you today. And so, but I want to ask you a question. Um, is your body in the shape that you want it to be? And I want you to think about that. Like, think honestly. And the reason I say think honestly is because many times I come into contact with people who they say that it, you know, they'll say one thing in the gym. You know, I want to lose 10 pounds or I want to get back into a pair of jeans that they, you know, may have uh, fit into before. But as I dig deeper, I find out they really were like a six pack. But the reason they don't say that is because they've never had one or it's because it's been 15 years. And so they've become so comfortable with not having one that it almost seems impossible. So I want you to think about it for a minute. Is your body in the shape that you truly want to be? All right. And then I want you to think about this. Do you feel free to wear whatever you'd like without needing to cover up any trouble spots? Now, these two questions are uh, geared toward a physical or external type of response. If you know anything about me and listen to this podcast and follow uh, or read any of my newsletters, you'll understand that I like and prefer to go with an internal approach where the reason that we exercise and the reason why we train every day, the reason why we believe in fitness is because fitness is the vehicle to achieve anything you want to do, um, not just physically, but mentally and, and career wise and emotionally. Fitness is tied up in it. And when you don't feel great from a physical standpoint, everything else just kind of sucks, right? So if you don't feel like your body's in the shape you wanted, if you don't feel free to wear whatever you'd like, I have a step-by-step plan to get you into your best body ever, keeping in mind that when you're in your best body, when you hit that place, everything else, not just the physical, emotional, uh, business, professional, everything else gets better. Everything else improves. All right. So here's your first Best body ever step number one, you've got to program your mind, which of course you understand 
That's why you're listening. That's why you're tuned in, right? Your mind is your number one ally when it comes to achieving your goals. I cannot express enough how much your mind plays a role. There are many times I hit the gym. I'm just dragging. I'm not ready. I'm not trying to hit it. But I have to consistently remind myself what I'm trying to do, what I'm looking to accomplish, what it is that's getting me, uh, keeping me moving and pushing towards, right? So until your mind has been programmed, programmed for success, it will actually do more to derail your efforts than to help you. So this is what I want you to do, all right? I want you to take a few moments and make sure you commit to this each day. I want you to visualize yourself at your ideal weight, whatever that is. Imagine how it feels to look the way that you've always wanted, whether it's in a bathing suit, whether it's in a pair of jeans. What I used to do and what I would have clients do is buy a outfit, okay, or a bikini or a pair of jeans in the size that you would like to be, all right? And then what you're going to do is you're going to bring it into your room. And what that does is it starts to get your mind geared to being in that place because understand your mind has to visualize it before your body will actually follow suit. So a lot of times people are struggling and you may find yourself struggling because in the back of your mind, you have that voice that says, uh, it's not going to happen. Uh, this is, you know, a waste of time. And as long as that voice is going on in the background and you don't know how to squash it, you'll forever find yourself where you don't want to be. The second thing you're going to do is protect your mind. Like I said, from any negative self-talk, right? So if that negative thought comes to mind, you find it popping up, immediately reject it. Like to me, one of the easiest ways to immediately reject an idea is automatically start playing music. Why? Because and, and I mean music that you love because music has a way. I don't care. Like sometimes I have annoying tunes in the head. You ever had or been sitting somewhere and an annoying tune pops into your mind? It could be a jingle for a commercial. It could be a song you heard somebody sing on the bus that. Just you just cannot get it out of your head. One of the quickest ways to get it out of your head is to actually start listening to music that you actually enjoy, because it's very almost impossible for you to keep one tune in your mind while playing another tune through your ears. All right. So I say that to say that if you have negative voices, one way to immediately reject it, play some music, get into the music of whatever the song is, and just completely reject that negative idea. I don't care how long you've been telling yourself it. Reject it. If it comes, if it's any in any way contradictory to your fitness goals, immediately squash it. All right? You want to be thin and fit, and yet you think of yourself as out of shape and fat, and so you have to reprogram your mind to think of yourself as fit and attractive and sexy and confident. And then you'll be well on your way to achieving your particular goal. And the last thing I want to say um, for this, as far as programming your mind, you want to give up the belief that you can achieve the body you've always dreamed of. All right. See it first in your mind and then you'll see it in the mirror in the mirror. All right. I always tell people you'll feel better before you look better. All right. You'll feel better mentally. You'll feel better. Your confidence will increase and then everything else will follow. All right. Best body ever. Step number two. What we're going to do. We've conquered your um, we've reprogrammed your mind. Now we're going to conquer your fear. All right. And I want you to understand something. We all have different fears. OK. And a lot of us fear change. Even the ones of us that embrace it to a certain degree. We fear it. You know, there's always that fear of the unknown. Change makes most of us nervous, even if it is a change in the right direction. 
So you may not be consciously aware of the fear you have of getting into shape. But until you conquer this fear, your best body efforts will be blocked by self-sabotage. Right. So uh, there's a speaker, professional speaker and author. His name is Anthony Robbins. He outlined three specific beliefs that I want to share with you today. And these are beliefs that you must have in order to conquer your fear and instantly create a lasting change. All right. One, you must believe that something must change. It's not an option. It's it's not, you know, if I want it to. It's not if the time is right. No, something must change. You have to believe it. something about yourself, about your routine, about your body, about your mindset. Something has to change. You can't be wishy-washy about it. You can't be considering it. You can't be thinking about it. You can't postpone it. You can't be pretty sure about it. You've got to be rock solid. All right. Secondly, you must believe that you must be the one to change it. Okay. We're not sitting around here waiting on a fairy, uh, you know, our fairy godmothers, or we're not sitting here waiting for a genie in a lamp. We're not sitting here waiting on a miracle worker. We're not sitting here waiting on whatever God you believe in. We must believe that you are the one responsible for the change and that you are the one who has to change it. Okay. It's not enough to just believe that something must change. You've got to believe that you must change it. You can't pass the buck of responsibility and expect to lose weight. It's on your shoulders. Now, other people will prove to be great assets in your journey. But in the end, you are the one who is going to make it happen. You have to want this weight loss enough to make it your personal mission. Because when it does and it becomes that personal mission, not only will you take responsibility, but you'll also seek out those who can best help and assist you. Okay. Thirdly, you must believe that you can actually change it. So first, you got to believe something must change. Second, you must believe that you are the one to change it. And thirdly, you got to believe that you can actually change it. Okay. You may have failed in the past. But so what? It doesn't matter. It's in the past. When you put your mind to it, you're able to do amazing things. The body is very capable of doing many, many things regardless of what happened in the past. As long as you're breathing, as long as your mind is intact, you have the ability to accomplish that thing that has defeated you in the past. When you put your mind to it, you're able to do amazing things. So do you believe that you are capable of losing weight? Once you own the belief that you can, you will be unstoppable. All right. And that's what I want to share with you today is that it's on you. Like I'm here. I can assist. You tune into the podcast. This is your mental fuel and this is hugely important. But once you turn off this podcast, it's time to get to work. All right. Once you leave work for the day, it's time to get your body right. Once you get up in the morning and finish napping and finish getting your sleep, it's time to get your fitness on. All right. Best body ever. Step number three. All right. You've got to lose your excuses. All right. They're getting old. Your excuses for getting and for being out of shape. They're just getting old. All right. An excuse. This is the thing about an excuse. It takes less immediate effort than an action. But in the long run, the action taker always has the advantage, right? 
So don't allow the excuses to ruin your life any longer. Like, and I've heard all the excuses, you know, sometimes it's a physical ailment. Sometimes you have something wrong with your internal um, systems, you know, the way your body functions and processes and your hormones and things of that nature. Sometimes um, it has to do with a schedule that seems to be unforgiving and chaotic and you can't do. Sometimes it's family, too many family obligations, whether it be running children off to practice or picking up kids from daycare. Stop it with the excuses. All right. At some point, you have to put yourself on a pedestal. Is that so wrong? Is it so wrong to put yourself on a pedestal so that you can be the best version of yourself to your family? to your friends, to your colleagues, to the people that you claim to love. Would it hurt you to put yourself on a pedestal? All right. Don't skip out on your responsibilities with excuses. What I want you to do is instead accept, expect more from yourself. All right. You haven't worked out for some of you has been months for some of you has been years. How long are you going to keep? kicking the can down the road, keep trying to pass the buck. No, don't skip out, expect more, expect more from yourself, expect more from yourself, expect more from yourself. Focus on the big reason why you are losing the weight. Make a list of these benefits that you'll enjoy once you achieve your goal and read them first thing every morning. Remind yourself, sometimes some people's minds don't work like other people's minds. Sometimes you need more reminders than others. And guess what? That's okay. It's okay if you need a coach and some people are self-starters. That's okay. Whatever works for you is what you need to embark upon. All right? You need to find out what works for you and make that happen. You can only have two things in life and it's excuses or results. And you have to decide which one do you want. Okay? Best body ever, step number four. All right. What you're going to do is you're going to strengthen your commitment. All right. You got to strengthen your commitment. How many times have you tried to lose weight only to give up a week or two later? The thing is, we live in a commitment phobic world, and I get that. I've been a uh, participant in that. So it's no wonder that you routinely abandon your goals, right? We like to sign up for plans now that are, you know, month to month and something that allows us an out. Well, if you truly want to lose weight, then your commitment to the process is a must. The margin between success and failure is bridged by your commitment. Don't give up until your goal has been achieved. And it's okay to drop down. I'll give you uh, a very recent example. When I was going through physical therapy, I was in there and I uh, was going into one of my sessions and I heard one of my therapists, she was talking to another client and the client was complaining about her progress or her lack of progress. And the therapist told her, hey, sometimes it's two steps forwards and one step back. And I've heard that so many times before and it's true, but I started thinking really deeper in that moment that it's true. Even at, even at the pace of two steps forward and one step back, you're still making progress. It, you know, it's getting ready to be football season. It's the equivalent of a football team moving 50 yards down the road and getting pushed back 25 yards. But then they move forward 50 yards again 
and then get pushed back 25. At that rate, you will eventually hit the end zone. Okay? And that's what I want to say with you guys today. It doesn't matter what your rate of progress is as long as you're progressing. Yes, some people may be able to continually move forward, continually move forward. Everybody reaches a stagnant point, a standstill, an obstacle that brings them to a halt. It's not about the stopping. It's not even about the slipping. It's about your ability to get up, to shake the dust off, to pull your pants up, to keep moving, and to find a way to win. Okay? You have got to do that. Because, like I said, the margin between success and failure is bridged by your right? Treat exercise with the same importance as a work meeting, and you'll never skip it at the last minute. All right? Find three available time slots real quick in your schedule. Mark them on your calendar and just stick to it. It's as simple as that. Even if you say, oh, well, I can't, you know, I don't have a gym membership and I have aches and pains. If you just get out and walk for 30 minutes, it's almost like when I first started to learn the piano. You know what was really frustrating when I started to learn the piano? Was that all of my mentors and the people who were around me were excellent world-renowned musicians could play anything on the piano, made the piano sound like the amazing instrument that it is. And so as a beginner, I wanted to be at that place, but I was just that. I was a beginner. I, I, I didn't know how to hear the melody in certain songs. I didn't know how to play and reproduce certain, certain tunes and tones on the piano. But guess what I had to do? I had to keep learning piece by piece. I couldn't allow myself to get distracted and give up because, oh, I don't have this song right away. I haven't learned this song. I haven't mastered this concept. I haven't, I don't understand what's going on in this particular hymn or this particular song. But once I kept sticking to the schedule and every day putting time aside to practice and get better, now I'm at a place where I can play several different songs. I can play many songs. I can play songs by ear. But it's because of sticking to a schedule. All right? Stick to the schedule. So, so what? You can only walk today. At some point, the walk will be faster. Then you'll be jogging. Then you'll be running. Then you'll be sprinting. Then you'll be working out. So it's all a progression. If you don't give up, then you'll never fail. All right. If you don't give up, you will never fail. All right. How's that sound? All right. Um, I was thinking I was going to run out of time, but I'm going to go ahead and finish this up. Um, got a couple more best body ever steps I want to share with you. Number five, control your diet. This goes without saying, but people know what to eat and not eat. And they continue to do what they're not supposed to do. And I can understand if you're, you know, traveling or if it's a birthday, you're celebrating something. But just consistently, come on, come on. Most people, if I ask them to stop to cut out something from their diet that they know they shouldn't be eating, they know exactly what it is they need to cut out. OK, my quick my quick list for making it happen, making making weight loss happen really fast is salt, sugars, pastas and pastries. You get rid of those for any amount of time, you will see significant improvement in your body. 
But, but the reality is this. If you consistently eat the wrong food, then your weight loss efforts will all be in vain. And to put it bluntly, you need to stop eating junk. Processed foods, refined sugar, high fructose, corn syrup, those do not belong in your diet regularly if you want to be in great shape. Cut these items out or at a minimum, uh, uh, allocate them to just certain days so that not every day you're doing it, but maybe certain days. I mean, that's a start. All of this is about a start and piecewise. And, but it's not so much as what you're eating as far as the sugars and the fructose syrup, corn syrup is concerned, as much as it is that you're eating real food. A lot of times you're just replacing an, or not even eating whole foods at all. If you just added whole foods to your diet, many of you would probably find that you could still enjoy the foods that are not so good for you. All right. Limit your processed foods. All right. They're accepted by the society. They contain tons of chemicals, but they also contain empty calories, okay, that'll make you sick and fat, all right? Remember, fat contains twice the caloric density of protein and carbs, so make sure that you limit the amount that you consume and eat lots and lots of protein, wholesome carbohydrates from plants and whole grains and vegetables, all right? Now, this sounds horrible to some people. But like I said, if you just added those in, you could get away with some of the not so good stuff. Try it. Just try it. And, and, and let's see. All right. Best body ever. Step number six. Utilize your patience. All right. Again, it takes time to transform your body from fat to fit. If I was a farmer and I wanted uh, squash to come up and I went out and planted squash. Guess what? It doesn't matter how hungry I am right now. It doesn't matter how many people I got to feed. It doesn't matter if I got a squash business to run. Until that squash has had time to get into the ground, to be watered, to be nurtured, to hit, to let the sunlight hit and to grow in the harvest, that squash will not be ready. And it's the same with your fitness. You want it to happen overnight. It will not. Remind yourself, for many of you, it took time to put the weight on. So it'll take time to, put, to, to take it off. Right. When you find your patience wavering or hit a plateau, I need you to do a few things. Review your goal. All right. And I've talked about this in other podcast episodes. You can find this on my blogs and newsletter. Uh, but is it specific and measurable? Is it small? Is it attainable? Is it something that's realistic for you? All right. Focus on this goal when the going gets tough. Make sure that it hits all of those particular metrics. Make each workout a new experience, okay? Challenge your body with different resistance, new exercises, a varied pace. This is where someone like myself can come in and help you because we, you know, this is what I do for a living. I, I put workouts together for people and we can change it up. And there's a million different things that you can do in the gym. You just got to do them. And remember that anyone can have one great workout, but that won't get you the body you want. I could go right now to a McDonald's and eat reckless and it won't do much to harm whatever physique I get right now. Because it's never about the one meal. It's always about what you do in the long term, what you do consistently. The only way to achieve your goal is by consistently exercising and eating right, plain and simple. And then the last best body ever step number seven is build your support. This is critical. I can't explain it enough. I literally just left out a workout where I was working out with a colleague and a buddy of mine. And if you have all and actually today he was the one struggling I pulled him up and got him on the floor yesterday I was the one struggling and he pulled me up and I got on uh, and I worked out with him so I say all that to say 
you're not going to feel like doing anything all the time. But if you have support system, if you have teams, teammates and friends and family members that are on the same path, you can make it happen. People who exercise alone are less challenged, less accountable, and you're more likely to fail. And it makes sense. So, you know, and, I, and some of my clients, some people, some clients, they come with me only because they've paid money. So they are going to come in and make the investment worth it. Some people come in just because they know I'm waiting on them. If, it, if I wasn't waiting on them, would they rush to the gym? Who would push themselves? Me included, if no one's paying attention. Exercising solo is a recipe for disaster. So what I want you to do is find a workout partner. Someone who even who's in better shape than you. Or better yet, work with me, of course. Um, so that you can get the results that you're looking for. See, I'm passionate about seeing you achieve results. Don't waste your time, your energy, and effort on mistakes. You know, I have clients sometimes that won't show up and it, and it bothers me, not because it's my time wasted. It bothers me because I'm really wanting you to see and get to that next place. Okay. When you start a program with me, you suddenly have an upper hand on weight loss. I'll be in your corner. I'm coaching you. I'm stepping you. I'm pushing you. I'm keeping you accountable, accountable with workouts. All right. So remember, fitness is a vehicle to achieve anything you want in life. All right. So get fit, stay fit, be fit. And I'll talk to you on the next episode. Yeah.